Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm excited today to continue on our spiritual healing series. Um, We're talking today about another one of God's prescriptions for your health and wholeness, which is praying in the spirit. And so I have three points. I've saved the best one for last. So I encourage you to watch all the way through and share this with someone you may know that needs healing in their body or healing in their mind or, or, or in their emotions, because I believe the word of God will bless them, will heal them, will will transform their lives. And so let's get into it. So I'm talking about praying in the spirit. Um, and if you don't know what I mean by that is praying in, in other tongues. And so this is a topic, you know, depending on your background, whether you grew up in church, what kind of church you grew up in, you may or may not know what this means. And basically I have a whole podcast on speaking in tongues that I'm going to, that really goes through the basics of what it is. Um, And I'm going to link that in the description, um, that podcast for you to go listen to if this is like totally new to you. Um, But I'm just going to touch on it briefly here. What do I mean by praying in tongues? That means when when you are baptized in the Holy Spirit, the Bible says in Acts chapter two, you can go and read about where um, the the followers of Jesus they were baptized or immersed into the Holy Spirit, and Jesus Jesus told them um, that they would receive power. And after that, the Holy Ghost would come upon them. So when we talk about praying in tongues, praying in tongues is just the outward evidence. Um, It's the gift of God that we receive when we do receive that power of the Holy Spirit, right? So, So when I say praying in the Spirit, we're talking about the power of the Holy Ghost. And so I want you to understand this, especially when we're talking about healing or really receiving anything in your Christian life. Um, you need spiritual power to live the Christian life. You need spiritual power to walk in all that Christ has purchased for you. Because, you know, we, we know this, that healing already belongs to us. Like I've already said, the day you got saved, the Bible says that we have been given everything that we need that pertains to life and godliness. So we have all that we need. We have healing. We have deliverance. We have everything that belongs to us in Christ. But the problem is that there is, there is, there is a devil. As long as we're on this earth, we are fighting the good fight of faith. The Bible says the devil comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So, so a thief takes what doesn't belong to him. So healing already belongs to you. So if you are sick as a Christian, it is because the devil has stolen your health. He has stolen the healing that rightfully belongs to you. And so why are we talking today about praying in the spirit or um, being filled with the Holy Ghost? Because you need spiritual power to take back what belongs to you in Christ. We need power to keep what God has given us. As long as we are on this earth, we will have opposition. There will always be giants in our promised land. But because of the infilling of the Holy Spirit, we can have power to take what belongs to us in Christ. So this that's really what this is all going to be based on today, is that spiritual power that we stir up when we pray in the spirit or when we pray in tongues, we are activating spiritual power in our lives so that we can lay hold of everything that belongs to us in Christ and that we can keep what God has given us. And so that's why we want to talk about this today. So I have three points. uh, And I believe that these three points are going to put a hunger in you to pray in tongues more than you ever have before. Because even this, even though this is like, you know, people think this is very charismatic thing and whatever, many people receive 
their prayer language one time and they rarely use it after that. Because why? Because there's a lack of understanding of the power of it. So that's why, and it can even become dead works to you. If you are in a mega Pentecostal church, it can even become just a religious thing that you pray in tongues and you don't really expect anything to happen, you know, whatever. But the Bible says, according to your faith, it will be done unto you. So I want to build into you today faith that whenever you pray in the spirit, that there is something happening. There is something great happening on the inside of you, body, soul, and spirit. And so I want to talk to you about that today. So my first point is in Romans 8. Many people may know this scripture, um, but it really is so powerful the more you think about it. I've just been meditating on it this week, and it has been a great encouragement to me. All I have to say is thank God for the Holy Ghost. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. I want you to type that in the comments. Thank God for the Holy Ghost, because without him, we would never be able to live the Christian life. But understand that under the new covenant, he not God has it's under the law. God demanded a bunch of things from his people. But under the new covenant, we are supplied. There's not a bunch of demands. The Holy Ghost supplies you with everything you need to live a whole life in Christ. So the Holy Ghost is supplying you with the health you need, the strength you need, the joy you need to to live out your life in Christ. So my first point is in Romans 8, verse 26. I want to read you this verse. Romans 8, 26. Uh, Let's see, where are we at? It says, so the Holy Spirit comes to our aid and bears us up in our weaknesses or infirmities. So it says that he helps us in our infirmities. And that word infirmities in the Greek is the same word for sicknesses or diseases or weaknesses. So the Holy Spirit comes to help you where you are weak, where you are sick, where where you have an infirmity. And it says after that, how does he help us? It says, for we do not know how to pray as we ought, but the Holy Spirit himself goes to meet our supplication and pleads or intercedes in our behalf with unspeakable yearnings and groanings that are too deep for words. So what is that talking about? Groanings that are too deep for words. That's talking about your intimate prayer language. Those groanings, things that you cannot even utter in your known language, the Holy Spirit prays through you. Because many times, look, we don't know how to pray. Especially if you're sick in your body, we may not know, you know, what the root cause of that sickness is. Is it unforgiveness? Is it bitterness? Did you open the door through sin? Is, you know, what's causing the sickness? Is it something in your diet? Is it something in your hormones? You know, it's so hard to figure out, but understand that when the whole, we don't know how to pray, but the Holy Spirit knows how to pray for you. And when you pray in the spirit, when you begin to pray in your heavenly language, the Holy Spirit knows exactly what to pray. He prays effective prayers and he prays for us. And it says that word, when it says that he helps us in our weaknesses or our sicknesses, that word helps. What does that mean? It means, if you look at that Greek word, it's a super big Greek word. I can't pronounce it, but you can look it up. Uh, It's a super big Greek word that means that the Holy Spirit takes hold with you together against your infirmity or your weakness or your sickness. So the Holy Spirit, when you pray in tongues, the Holy Spirit is grabbing a hold with you together against that weakness or that infirmity or that disease or that sickness in your body to drive it out of you 
So understand that we have to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. Our job is to yield to him. This is why we pray in the spirit. Yes, the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of you. Like we talked about on the last podcast, the Holy Spirit is permanently abiding within you, right? He's always with us. He never leads us. But the Holy Spirit is also a gentleman. He's not just going to come take control of your life. We have to yield to him. We have to engage the Holy Spirit. He's with you when you're driving in your car, when you're at work, when you're in church, when you're at home, the Holy Spirit is with you. He is in you, but we must engage him. We must activate that, that the gift of God on the inside of us. We've got to stir up that power in our lives by praying in the spirit and know that every time you pray in the spirit, he is helping you. He's taking hold with you together against your weaknesses and your infirmities. And it says that he, um, how does he do it? By interceding for us. So we talked about um, on the last podcast that Jesus is also at the right hand of God interceding for us. Jesus is praying for us, interceding for us. So how awesome is this that on top of Jesus praying for you, when you begin to pray in the spirit, the Holy Spirit is also praying for you. So this means that you have two thirds of the Trinity praying for you. That's powerful. And actually that word intercedes in the Greek, it, it connotates um, to, to make something come in line with for your benefit, for your benefit. So when the Holy Spirit's interceding for you, he is causing your life to line up with the will of God for your benefit. It's going to benefit you to pray in the spirit more than ever before. It's going to bring great benefits into your life. And so it says after that too, the next verse, which is really powerful too, it says that he who searches the heart of men knows what is the mind of the spirit because the spirit intercedes in behalf of the saints according to the will of God. So you know the Holy Spirit is praying the perfect will of God. And I want to tell you today that it is the will of God that you be healed. It is not the will of God for you to suffer one more day in your body or in your mind. Jesus came to heal all who were being oppressed by the devil. It is the will of God for you to walk free from whatever has been plaguing you. So I want to encourage you today, pray in the spirit and he is helping you in your infirmity. He's interceding for you. And so that's my first point. My second point. They get, they get better. This is, this is, I tell you what, thank God for the Holy Ghost. We can't even begin to imagine the power, the power that is released when we pray in the spirit and what he's doing in us and for us. So this next one is going to, is going to blow your mind. First uh, Corinthians 14, four, you may have heard this verse before, but I believe that you're going to receive fresh revelation on this verse as we, as we discuss it here. This is 1 Corinthians 14, 4. This whole chapter, he's talking about spiritual gifts. He talks about praying in tongues. Uh, he says here, verse 4, he who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. So you may just think that this is talking about it's building yourself up spiritually, and that's definitely part of it. But I want you to understand here that this word edify, it comes from the Greek uh, root word for the word that we say today, which is edifice. An edifice is a, is a tall structure. It's a building. An edifice could also be like a temple. It's like a temple. It's a building. This word in and of itself connotates construction of a building or of a temple. So when it says it, you edify yourself, understand that your body, your, your physical body is what the Bible calls the temple of the Holy Spirit. 
Your physical body is what would undergo construction or that that's what's likened unto a building. Your, your body is the building, the temple of the Holy Spirit. So when it says, well, he who speaks in an unknown tongue edifies himself, it's talking about it builds, strengthens your temple, your physical body. And, and that also that word himself, when it says edifies himself, that's talking about the three-part person. That's not, it doesn't say edifies his spirit. That's part of it. When you pray in tongues, you do edify your spirit, but it says himself. It's talking about the three-part person. You edify yourself, body, soul, and spirit. So I want you to understand this is so much bigger than spiritual growth. This is bigger than just edifying your spirit. When you pray in tongues, you are building yourself up, spirit, soul, and body. And there is actually studies that have been done. I can't remember which... um, which university did the study. You can honestly look it up. You'll probably find it. But it's, it, it, they did a study on this guy. They took um, scans or, or whatever tests of his immune system before and after he prayed in, in the spirit for 30 minutes. And it showed that his immune system was boosted by 70% after 30 minutes of praying in tongues. Again, proven by science. So I want you to understand when you pray in the spirit, something is happening in your body. And the proof of this, it's actually interesting. If you read later in first Corinthians chapter 14, Paul said, I thank God I pray in tongues more than you all. Paul prayed in tongues more than all these people put together. And they prayed in tongues a lot. If you read the chapter. So I want you to understand, Paul was a man that prayed in the spirit and understand that Paul was a man who was unusually strong in body. If you read the book of Acts, you'll see that the apostle Paul was literally stoned and left for dead. Stoned and left for dead. And he immediately after they they left him, they thought that he was dead because they stoned him. What does that mean? They hummed large rocks at his head until he... He was bleeding. They figured, you know, they figured he was dead. He looked dead, whatever. But what does the Bible say? It says that he got up and he continued to the next city preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. So understand that there was a strength resident in Paul's body that so much so when they left him for dead that he popped up and kept on preaching. There is something, there is a power that begins to reside in your body when you pray in the spirit regularly, when you build yourself up, when you stir up that power of God on the inside of you, it's affecting your body. It's making you not only healthy, but unusually strong to be able to fulfill the call of God on your life, to be able to fulfill the assignment of God on your life. That's powerful. So that's the second point. Is, is that praying in tongues edifies you body, soul, and spirit. So this is my last point is in John 14. This one, I, like I said, I saved the best for last. This one, I don't know. This one just gets me. When I think about this, it just, it's just so powerful. This is John 14, uh, verse 16. It says, you know, this whole chapter, Jesus is talking about the same things I will do, you will do and greater. What was Jesus doing? He was going around healing all the sick. Not only was Jesus healthy, but he carried an overflow of power to see people healed, delivered, and set free. And Jesus is telling them the same way that I live, you're going to live. So and he, then he tells them, how? How is this going to be possible? Because they're thinking, dude, Jesus is like perfect. This dude is walking in total dominion and power. And 
He tells them, how is this going to be possible? He says in verse 16, I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate. Or that word in the Greek is paraclete. In the Aramaic, it is uh, paracleta. So Jesus said, how are you going to live like I lived? I'm going to send you another, just like me, a paraclete. And I want to break down what that word means. He was talking about the Holy Spirit. He was talking about the day of Pentecost when he would fill them with the Holy Spirit and power and they begin to speak out in other tongues. It was the proof of the overflow of that Holy Ghost power in their lives. And he calls it the paraclete or the paracleta. And what does that word mean? If you break it down, this is super powerful. This is the Aramaic word. If you break it down into the two root words, the two root words are uh, proc, which is P-R-A-Q, and lita, which, mean, which is L-Y-T-A. The first one means to end, to finish, or to save, to bring an end to. The, the second part of that word means the curse. That means the Holy Spirit is the one that Jesus would send to you to put an end to the curse in your life. This is powerful stuff. The Holy Spirit is the one that Jesus sent to put an end to the effects of the curse in your life. And if you don't know what the curse is, I highly encourage you to go read Deuteronomy 28 verses 15 through, I think, 61, the end of the chapter. It is spelled out exactly what was the curse of the law. And the Holy Spirit has come to put an end to the curse in your life. The curse includes, you can go read it for yourself, but I'm going to tell you what it includes. It includes a lot of stuff in there. It includes panic, fear, confusion, boils, tumors, fever, scurvy, and then not to mention this, it says in, I think I have it written here, verse 61 says, it includes every sickness and every disease, even those not mentioned in this book of the law. Whatever new pandemic they come out with, it doesn't matter. Jesus bore it in his body on the cross. The Bible says that he became a curse for us. The curse has been broken by the blood of Jesus. But who comes to put it into effect so that you can experience freedom from the curse is the Holy Spirit, the great paraclete, the one who comes to put an end to every effect of the curse in your life. So I want you to understand that when you begin to pray in the spirit, when you begin to engage the Holy Spirit, what is he doing? He's coming to put an end. He's coming to put an end to every effect of the curse on your life. That includes every sickness, every disease, every kind of pain, every kind of mental trauma, whatever it is that has been afflicting you, engage the Holy Spirit and watch him bring an end to every curse in your life. This is powerful stuff. So I want to encourage you to pray in the spirit every single day. And if you are watching this and you would say, you know what, I've never received my prayer language. I've never been filled with the Holy Spirit. And I, you know, I've never, I, I've never prayed in tongues. And maybe you're wondering how you can receive that. I wanna encourage you to get yourself to a church 
that believes in the baptism of the Holy Spirit. If you go to a church that does not believe in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues, it may or may not be a good idea to switch churches because you need the power of God to live the life that Christ has called you to. Because, you know, I talk a lot about the word on my podcast and you need the word. Let me tell you, you need the word. The Holy Ghost and the word work together. You need the word, but if you just have a bunch of head knowledge of the Bible, but you have no power to see it actualized in your life, you will miss out. Jesus never designed you to live the Christian life without the promise of the Father, which is the Holy Spirit, the infilling of the Holy Spirit. So I want to encourage you to, to get to a church where they lay hands on people to receive the infilling of the Holy Spirit, and you will receive it. If you're somewhere in the New Orleans area, maybe that's where I'm at. We're at Victory Church on Airline Highway. I'm going to tell you right now, every single service you walk into, you will have an opportunity to be filled with the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. It's powerful. You need it in your life. And I want to encourage you, if you have received that at one time and you need a fresh infilling or you need, a, you, need a, you need to just stir it up, I encourage you, set goals for yourself. We've been at Victory Church. We've been challenging ourselves to pray in tongues for at least 15 minutes every single day. And let me tell you, that may not sound like much, but that will, that will affect your life. So I encourage you, whatever you're dealing with, Pray in the spirit more than ever and expect to see the hand of God. Expect to see breakthrough power manifest in your life more than ever before in Jesus' name. Hey guys, this is Victoria. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and make sure that you subscribe, share it with a friend, share it on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening and I pray that these podcasts will continue to be a blessing to you.